0: hello welcome and good whatever time it is for you to the rick and matt podcast of discussing documentaries i'm matt wills and this is rick
1: hey folks <laughs> i love my
0: high energy there and you're like yeah, whatever, Wills. I, I, <laughs> I
1: very quickly went. Oh, he's he's the presenter. There we go, Mr. <laughs> T four over there about to introduce the Simpsons.
0: It's the uh, it's the compare in me. I can't help it. I'm so high energy. <laughs> I'm looking at you. Look at you. You're so laid back. So uh, discussing documentaries is a podcast, obviously, because everyone's got a podcast, and it's me and Rick talking about documentaries we've seen. So today's documentary was the brilliant and I do mean brilliant grizzly man so Rick why don't you lead us in with what grizzly man's about give us the overall and then let's this chat
1: all right well we're gonna we're gonna get into the story of Timothy treadmill that's his that's his actor name he went away to the wilderness and uh, lived with bears uh, unfortunately it ended <laughs> <laughs> the way you'd expect it to end living with bears but uh, the footage captured is, is pretty impressive. So uh, if we crack on now from the opening scene, we'll get talking about it. What did you think? Did you enjoy it? Um, or should we say that to the it. end?
0: No, no, I'd never heard of it until you, uh, until you switched me on to it. And I'm really glad you did. I didn't just enjoy it. I related to him. So <laughs> his... <laughs> So it. So Timothy Treadwell is right. So the whole documentary is about this dude, right? And uh, he's effectively he's a failed actor. Oh, we'll so get to that. We'll, to, we'll we'll get to we, that yeah, within, okay. within
1: the story. So it basically, the I, o- opening scene we've got Timothy in a field with a bear behind him. <laughs> And I'm upset that you've said what you've had because within about, about three seconds he's triggered me on all senses that I don't like him. <laughs>
0: I just oh I, don't get me wrong, I didn't like him either. Just because, although saying that, he ticks every single box that I need for a friend, right? So he's eccentric, um, he he's weird, uh, he's, I mean, he went to live with bears for thirteen years, right? So uh, he's he's a little bit off. He calls humans the peoples, which, which I absolutely loved. I, I just I I fell in love with him. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and I I don't normally do that when I watch a documentary. I'm normally watching it going, "Yeah, you're a bit of a nutter," and he is a bit of a nutter. But yeah, I, but I, I really I and I I related to him.
1: Related I, to him. Do you know what? Because you wouldn't you. Completely. On your uh, your little skydiving journey and finding yourself abroad and things like that, so I can see a little bit of that nomad in you.
0: Well, yeah, and he's a he's a drinker, isn't he? And a, he's a he was a druggy as well. I so. don't
1: know to believe anything this man says, and this is going to be a reoccurring theme throughout it. The first thing you see is uh, you see the glasses, the sunglasses, down with the beanie. He's saying things like uh, he refers to himself as the kind warrior. <laughs> <laughs> and from that point on, it was just if you're drawing the hangman game of disliking someone, he completed that little man and noose within seconds for me.
0: Oh very good. What well, just and the guy just a quick bit about the guy who made the documentary. So the guy's name is Werner Herzog. And if you haven't heard of him before, he's he's he is a documentary filmmaker. Um and you might actually know him from the first tom cruise jack reacher movie so he plays the bad guy uh, he's the guy who's bites off your thumb he's that guy right
1: i didn't realize he'd been in movies but yes my what a part of my notes is th- this voiceover heard of verna Ho- yeah, or, or Hozog, yeah he does sound like the type of guy that would have a tape of a man being eaten by a bear <laughs> like yeah. that's, he he sounds like a Nazi scientist that's trying to track down Captain America. He does sound nothing short of evil throughout it.
0: Now, if you are, um, if you haven't seen the podcast, it's given away in the first two minutes that Timothy gets eaten by a bear. So, uh, no, um... they
1: give you two minutes to get to know Timothy, and then you yeah. think, "Thank God he gets eaten in this." Because, <laughs> do you oh, know what? We haven't got a... <laughs> I was, that could have been a five minute podcast and it would be still in the top 100. It would be like him saying he's the kind warrior and has to be powerful to protect the bears. And then, yeah, I'd happily just watch that.
0: So talk us through the the first. So it's him talking, but
1: I can't get over it. It's so much like a Will Farrell character.
0: Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Every part of it, he could be on SNL, it could be Talladega Nights, but he is just so deluded and trying to like perpetuate this character of who he is for his little documentaries. Whereas Will Farrell is a great actor playing an idiot. He's an idiot trying to play a cool guy. Yes. And it is ridiculous. And I love the time skills as well because you can tell when he's out there in the 90s, he's got the Matrix glasses and the Trenchcoat Mafia court on him but he's just so i don't know dislikable there's something so inauthentic about no, him as a person what, you, what
0: about on, he's not dislikable he's eccentric
1: eccentric no 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 he's an <laughs> arsehole mate like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's the sort of guy so in my sort of drinking and druggy years He's the sort of guy I probably would have hung around with. In fact, I've hung around with, I'm sure, a few Timothy Treadwells.
1: Possibly, possibly. But what you'll go through to get Coke at three in the morning is a guy like Timothy Treadmill. That's why that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't see that in the gangster movies of the underside of, you know, you have to put up with this guy talking about the (laughs) Illuminati for four hours.
0: (laughs) That's what they should... um, You know, because he... He went round schools, didn't he? Educating kids about bears because he learned so much about bears. Yeah. But what, what he should have been doing is warning kids uh, in schools that, you know, if they get into drugs, they're going to meet someone like him <laughs> and they're going to have to phone him up at three in the morning. and go, Tim, you got any you got any gear, man? Come on, help me out.
1: I can't imagine him going into a school as an adult. And not being horrifically bullied. <laughs> <laughs> Here's
0: what, because I think, just like all people, I think he was born with what we'd call normal, right? He was just a normal guy. And I think what had happened to him is that he was bullied, but not as a child. I think he was bullied as an adult and that broke him somehow. Because something has happened in his life, isn't it? That Whereas he's, he's genuinely, he's had a, his his brain has broke.
1: Well, you very clearly jumped to the conclusion that this is a gay man. No.
0: Do you reckon he was gay? No. What did...
1: I am gobsmacked you didn't come to that conclusion.
0: <laughs> Not even close. I... No.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm split between this guy is either uncommon, because when you meet his parents, by Christ, they don't look like they would be accepting of that.
0: No, they definitely wouldn't be accepting it. W- when you meet
1: his parents, they literally have his teddy bear <laughs> and they say that he wasn't an A student. That is all the parents said about him at all. And you can tell that teddy bear was the last bit of affection the dad gave him because he giggled like a schoolgirl when he got it and he didn't want to encourage that behaviour.
0: Yeah, he hung on to that teddy bear as well because that teddy bear keeps popping up in the documentary, isn't it? Yeah. When he's in the tent. Yeah. Um,
1: but for me, from the first, uh, the kind of pause because he goes, "I would never kill a bear," but then the way it freezes on the scene, you go, "Brilliant! He gets killed by a bear." Um, <laughs> for me, it's a tick. I don't know why I'm laughing at that for someone it, it, I genuinely it's quite liked. It was. Br- I I love that. I like someone who's deluded, and eventually, deluded people walk off the edge of a cliff because they're not looking where they're going. Well,
0: here's the, here's why I related to him. So, he um. He basically hate. There's a <laughs> there's a there's a part of it. I mean, because it was. Did you find it upsetting the doc the documentary in any way?
1: Uh, def- or, or
0: were you laughing throughout at this? Okay,
1: this guy? I I will get to the point I found upsetting when we get when we get up right. To oh, okay, the, the okay. Was...
0: So I I genuinely I looked at this guy and I was like my heart went out to him, but also there's the the split part of my brain because the other part of my brain's again the geezer's a nutter stay away from him he's a genuine nutjob um but the when i say i relate to him that there was a bit in it you know when he was speaking cuz he named all the bears didn't he And he, he named all the he named everything
1: very childish effeminate names he give the bear like mr uh, chocolate and
0: mr Ch- wasn't one called sergeant Who, brown bear he's a silly What's...
1: bear Who's the silly bear? (laughs) And it never crossed your mind that this guy might be wrestling. What about, so it's about the third scene, because again, it's very well timed on what you're thinking to what it shows next. And then about the third scene, it's just him walking with the camera going, hey, I don't know, maybe if I was gay, that'd be so much easier, but uh, you know. This powerful man likes chicks, <laughs> but but <laughs> but it would be great if I was gay, you know. Guys, guys gay guys have it so much easier, and uh, I've anyone, been...
0: yeah, i Yeah, I guess gay guys are having a hard time of it as well, like me. <laughs> so, so
1: there's definitely that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if it's it's wrong to posthumously uh, out someone, but the documentary definitely did that because they put that segment in. They had a hundred hours of footage. And yes. within the uh, third, what? not a hundred, hundreds, hundreds. Yeah. So
0: there was more than one, one hundred. There was multiples of hundreds.
1: And and I do and, love yeah, and they included that because I was that thinking, didn't cross my mind. You're at the mercy of the director. It would be great if he just did four camp impressions, and those are the main ones that we saw.
0: <laughs> but the rest that are related to him, I, because I'm, I'm fractionally occasionally camp. Um, is when he was talking to Mr. Fox, I forget the, the name he Mr. gave Fox. to, Mr. Fox. Yeah. Um, when he was talking to Mr. Fox, I looked at him, and then my missus was in the room at that time, and she looked at me, and the unspoken word between me and my missus was, I speak to my cat like that.
1: <laughs> oh, I get that. That's fine. That's. You, so you, uh, you didn't go and live in a cat sanctuary and try and hiss off anyone that comes in the room, though.
0: No, I didn't and I don't yeah, I don't sit there licking my hand and then running it through my hair. That's the
1: Oh, <laughs> cleaning my ears. And speaking of that, like um the level he's went to to look younger. Like when he lifts his glasses up, yeah. he looks 45 yeah. years older. Yes. Yeah, he, yeah. he could be a moody teenager if the way he's got his hair.
0: But yeah, well, he's clearly like... he's he's going bald, isn't he? Um yeah. And basically he's kept his, he he had probably the world's best comb over because he grew his hair. So it covers, it recovered his receding hairline.
1: Yeah. But that that's another thing. Again, they, they interviewed any, all these people from his lives and they're like, yeah, he's he's stupid. You'll <laughs> <laughs> he, keep that beanie on while he's surfing so you'll never see his hairline. But the next person we see yes, in the documentary... Right. Yeah, his
0: best mate said that, didn't he? They him.
1: say a best yeah, mate, yeah. guy at the beach he surfed at. I wouldn't put that under the category of a best friend.
0: But he called him Timmy.
1: Yeah. So, well, like like you said, the, the, again, that guy re- revealed a lot of stuff about him as well. But the first person we see is the pilot who, who brings him in. And they they go over and he explains that he went to go and pick Timothy up. And the girlfriend who, unfortunately, went with them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, Amy, I think she was called, um, whose parents refused to be filmed in the documentary. Yeah, they
0: didn't want anything to do with Mr. Herzog, did they? They were like, yeah, you're all right.
1: I can just imagine my dad going, I told him. Did he tell him? That's exactly what would happen. (laughs) Which is pretty much every little interview in it. But the pilot, Do you ever seen The Big Lebowski?
0: Sam Neill. Is it Sam Neill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he it look, Sam Neill? He goes, yeah.
1: the guy who's. Um, sometimes the, the you eat the bar in hell. Sometimes the bar eats you. Like, the coolest guy has to deal with this weird guy with bears. He went up, a bear jumped and out he... on him. So he ran away back to the. Back to the aeroplane. There's little. Um, what were they called? With the ones that can land on water. as a respect. Seaplane. Yeah, Alright, so he get, jumps on the seaplane. <laughs> He, he raises up, drives, flies around the camp, and sees basically a bear picking its teeth with uh, Timothy's rib so, cage.
0: That's right, the rib cage. The I rib mean, cage, how that. low did he go in the plane to see <laughs> that? Oh, that's the rib cage.
1: But uh, yeah, so he 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 then goes through the story of. Um...
0: Well, he radios for help, doesn't he? So he gets. Yeah, he he gets the the park service basically come in
1: i tell you one so I'm thing guessing I noticed.
0: Amy Poehler from Parks and Recreation and the gang. I was thinking of them.
1: There. Yeah, I was right. think, thinking of Parks and Rec.
0: So they all steam in there. Uh, and in true American style, because it's in Alaska, isn't it? Where the, where he goes to live with the bears. Yeah. True American style. They go in there, what my people would call tooled up.
1: Right?
0: <laughs> they go in there.
1: That's right, there's a at the face straight away. And,
0: and they unleash bloody hell on the bear. They don't even know if that was the bear, do they? Because, the, luckily for them, it was.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then um, what else? Is it? What comes to next? And so,
0: when it jumps to the coroner, doesn't it? Who is hands down a bloody weird
1: bloke? Oh, he is going for an acting job. That's his sure reel. He di,
0: did. you not think he was an actor? Because the real coroner wouldn't have done it. Nah,
1: I think because a... coroner. Coroners are quite serious, Yeah, but I would like to think this was a shot on Broadway. Do you know, if I I was working (laughs) in a bookies and someone says, Rick, here's a camera in front of you, be funny, and I'd just decide to make fart noises because I don't know what better to do, that's exactly (laughs) what I could see happening.
0: (laughs) Do you think he was there at night with his missus? This is it, darling. I've got the offer. This is it.
1: I think the director oh. made him do it because they had so little to piece together. Because between each footage of talking about him being killed, you will you'll see Timothy, like stroking a bear's armpits, going, "He's a surly bear, isn't he? Isn't he He's <laughs> a surly bear? He's angry today."
0: The, yeah, the more you're saying it, the more I can see the uh, the effeminate side of him. I uh, <laughs> I don't know how I didn't see that when I was watching it. <laughs>
1: it's it's not a pro- it's just clear i think it's part of the inner turmoil of why he has to live in the woods with bears
0: to get away from the people because he, he he wanted to be a bear
1: didn't he that was the uh that's what they're saying he wanted to be a bear yeah i don't know i think he wanted fame more than anything else he wanted to be a character because that guy you said who talked about um his friend on the beach that did the interview yeah, uh, his best friend. And he's the one who we then discovered Timothy made up a backstory that he was an Australian author. <laughs> and couldn't do the Australian accent. He just sounded weird, apparently.
0: He he occasionally, he was in the he was in his version of the Australian accent, wasn't he? And then he kept falling out of it. Mm. Um, yeah, because he couldn't do it properly.
1: Yeah. It's like you met someone, you panicked to get them to like you, you got like the blonde surfer look going on, and you are like, good day, mate. <laughs> and then you just, you're like Arnie in total recall going through customs and services. You've only got three phrases you can do in the Aussie accent. <laughs>
0: but why would he pick Australian? It's, are Australians cool to Americans? Is that I think the...
1: they've got that, because again, it says he goes surfing, and he's got, he's got similar hair to a guy who surfed in my halls. I think it's like going for a home and away look.
0: Right, okay, all right. And what I mean. windswept and interesting is Aus- yeah. what Australian is. Okay, yeah. fair enough.
1: And then, so then we have them examining the bear. It was four garbage bags. Four. Yeah, four garbage bags they got out of the bear stomach of Timothy.
0: Uh, of hum- no, Timothy and sadly his girlfriend.
1: We do have to say sadly on that because the more you hear about their relationship, it just, I don't even know, bless her, what she got herself into.
0: Well, I I think um, I, I felt yeah. The weird thing is, I I felt sorry that that I was sad that they both died and got got eaten by a bear. But um, with him, I kind of felt it was suicide by a bear. I felt like he kind of he brought that on. Uh, whereas for her, she is clearly the brave one out of the couple, because the the recording that they've got. So while he was getting eaten by a bear, the the video camera was recording, but not the images.
1: This is and, my saddest point of the documentary.
0: Well yeah, and you they can They left her.
1: the lens cap on. They April O'Neill did from the Turtles. <laughs> so, At the end well, of every I, episode. We've got footage of the turtles they, oh boss the lens cap was on.
0: But they um but as he's getting eaten by a bear, he's telling her to run away. Yep. She goes and gets a pan yep. from who knows where and starts hitting the bear.
1: Now, I don't know if... if they had that footage, it would be the best documentary of all time. Just, I would even hear the audio. I'm, t- I'm sick of them saying the audio is too horrifying. Just hearing the clunk of a frying pan of a small woman hitting a bear in the head, I think, would be absolutely clunk, clunk, would... clunk?
0: <laughs> Was it cartoon styly So as she, re- so she hits the bear over the head. And then it leaves an image in the frying pan. <laughs> like it would in a cartoon. So you get his little hat and his little ears are in the shape. That's shaped out in the it frying a pan. He does it.
1: Shakes it off. <laughs> Comes back at them.
0: You put the cartoon things as like she's hitting this bear. Like, doink, and doink,
1: Timothy's doink. hanging out the mouth going, Mr. Yeah. Chocolate, no. mister <laughs> Ch- You're an angry today. That's my pancreas, no. Mr. Chocolate.
0: <laughs> but shes he's saying to her, run away. And... Clearly, she's no. I'm going to save you.
1: Yeah, because she's been around the bears. Have you seen how quick they are?
0: Well, that's why I don't get how the pilot ran away when the bear chased him a little bit.
1: I it's yeah, that's enough. I think that, he, that didn't
0: make sense to me. I, I'm not sure if you went and saw the bear in the the guy. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I felt that that bit was incredibly sad. And and the whole way through the documentary, obviously, it's voiced over by. Verna Hotzdog, who's got, hands down, the one of the coolest voices going, right? Um, but he's... I mean, he's no Scotty Pippin. <laughs> <right> from,
1: <laughs> from Save the Last Dance, Scotty Pippin is a Hall of Famer just for how cool his uh, voice is.
0: But just, he sounds so serious and so... And just he's... And when he's saying about this poor woman... Um, yeah, it was just... That, that bit was quite... That bit was quite tragic. You must have felt... I mean, you, you're you coming across as quite cold to me here.
1: Oh, I watch a documentary for entertainment. I want to see something happen to someone that hasn't happened to me, so I feel better about my life. I don't want, oh. to, <laughs> I, I don't want to relate to these people. I go, do you know what? We're bored. It's locked down. But, you know, at least I didn't get me and our last eaten by a bear. I
0: oh, know I was in empathy mode from the off. From the absolute off,
1: because it's it's difficult to stay in empathy mode. Because every time you see something of Timothy, you then have the voiceover go- guy goes, "I've watched all the footage. I don't know what he's talking about. I think Timothy is a very ill man who doesn't have a clue." That's it, great impression it great impression there that's... cuts the knees out and this is another thing they do which is a bit of a dick move on the director is they show the outtakes because if you see someone rehearse something and then do it differently then do it again and again it's impossible not to dislike them when they're trying to because yeah you're kind of looking for authenticity of a personality Yes. And then when you come and he jumps into his action man pose of, hey, people coming to help these bears, I help these bears. I'm the powerful warrior who's kind, but I will be nasty. Very nasty.
0: Let's do that again. And then he does it again slightly Hmm. differently. He goes, no, let's get another take. And he does it again. It's just the actor in him wants to get it. He wants to come across as so sincere yeah, he doesn't. He's yeah. de- he's desperate l- for people to like him.
1: And you think of the target audience of who he's trying to reach. It's kids because he goes around the schools and does. Yes, it. yeah, yeah. For f- um,
0: he as and as he keeps pointing out, he goes around the schools for
1: free. Yeah, I'm sure that's his choice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fa- It's a thousand dollars a time. Rick comedy that no. much. He gigs for free for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> that's, he just for the love of the game. The love of the game. <laughs> He's, he's an open-spot bear watcher who went viral.
0: The bears. The bears. What Right, so what happened after the... Uh... So
1: we had the examiner, and we've undersold the coroner's description of it. He's dancing around the, the morgue. He's bringing the camera up to his eyes. He's getting sad in his voice during the sad bits. It's nothing like NCIS.
0: It, it, but the foreshadowing he does on the arm... Is superb. So he said, the bear didn't eat his arm, which still contained his wristwatch. And then it just, he leaves that hanging there and then he references it about nine minutes later in what is hands down one of the most tragic things I've ever experienced. Ever watching a
1: documentary. See, then then we meet uh some friends of his and uh, again, just hippie foot like there was a sixty-year-old woman with pigtails yeah. stood out to me. <laughs> and they She's were talking- from
0: grizzlypeople.com. His website and yeah. his his trust.
1: Yeah, yeah, their little foundation sprang up. I'm gonna yes. get to get yeah, to yeah. that. I, I saw some little things in the credits about those guys. Um and then they go through the hate mail that he got. And
0: yeah about leave the goddamn bears alone and they bring in someone from the parks and rec team don't they who who's a bear they bring in a bear specialist all right to uh they the the bear specialist is there and he's got <laughs> in the background of the bear specialist uh they have two huge bear skulls as he's talking and he's like actually yeah we uh you know tim if said he was trying to protect the bears but they're doing all right. There's thousands of them.
1: And yeah, yeah, it's it's a protected wildlife. Yeah, they start to introduce rules that he has to move an a, a mile each time.
0: It's actually called the Timothy Treadwell rule that they called that the bouts. The, yeah they named it after him. But the the bear specialist in it said um, our bear population are doing so well that we allow 6% of them every year to be shot. And we we allow people to, to buy a license from us so they can go and hunt bears.
1: Yeah. And then I'm well, the- not sure if we've passed this bit, but then you get another guy with aviators on. And it's whenever they start talking, you see the smirk and then the cogs work in their brain of how do I not come across as a dick and talk about this person we've laughed about for 10, 13 years. <laughs>
0: Because is he the guy who said he got what was coming to him?
1: He said that, but he says, uh, if you ask me, then the first 13 years, they just thought he was retarded or something. They didn't want to eat him.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> the bear that ate him wasn't one of his bears. It wasn't one of his friends, was it? It was a It was an out-of-state bear. It was the...
1: Because more the more aggressive ones migrate <coughs> as the summer goes on. So when he says he's going to what's called the Grizzly Maze, so he goes from one conservation area up into a further one. That's where there's more alpha males, yes, posturing and things like that. And it becomes increasingly dangerous. And each time he went there, he stayed in that area longer, each time, which was creating more of a, a worry and a danger for himself.
0: But, and as the bear guy said, look, he thought he was protecting bears, but what he was actually doing was because he had so much interaction with the bears, he was making the bears get used to people. And he goes, and that's a bad
1: thing. Yeah. And you do see the people later on, the tourists come and take photos and there's one of them just chucking bricks at one of the bears to yes. get a good photo. That was harsh to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the bears like, "Come on! I thought we were all friends. We know the kind warrior guy. Are you not mates with him?"
1: (laughs) Timothy's crying in a bush, saying, "I can't expose myself." And then he gets a better shot of them where he's in it, like he's a news reporter with them in the background.
0: (laughs) He's holding the camera up, doing a selfie.
1: (laughs) But this is when we get to see him with the foxes again. The foxes, because he makes he puts his camp on the foxes' den. It's not yes. like these animals came and bonded with him like the animals of farthing wood. It is literally he's built his tent on where they're sleeping, so they have to interact with him.
0: Yeah, and they they don't mind him, do they? Because he's not a uh, they they sleep on his tent and stuff,
1: mm. and right. they steal his hat. When they steal his hat, which is hilarious, because it's like stealing an it's like stealing an old lady's wig. The way he reacts, <laughs> he runs after them like the mother from Tom and Jerry crime because he doesn't want to be on he doesn't want to be shot without his hat on
0: well it's only after that he goes to the bandanas so every time after that you're in bandana land with him
1: that's the one thing i was jealous of i wish i had the the confidence and self assurance to wear a bandana
0: but when i lived out in thailand yeah i was a bandana wearing kind of an idiot because
1: no one can talk english and talk you don't know what they're saying about you That's fine. If you ever see me wearing a bandana, know that I am very ill, but I'm content.
0: (laughs) I would like to point out I was very high um, (laughs) in my defense.
1: But when you see him with the foxes, it's when I thought you could literally take that footage and make a look who's talking style movie so well.
0: Oh, yeah, the Alley plays the fox.
1: Yeah, you could have the foxes nicking his hat. You've got the bears just look at him. Just...
0: Again, with cartoon music overlaced with it. Yeah, that oh, would be the...
1: superb. The fact you're told they don't have the footage. And when you hear about the frying pan, that just broke my heart. Because <laughs> he was so close. When I go into his past, uh, he's like a failed actor. And the thing that broke him was he read f- to be Woody in yes, Cheers. Yes,
0: in, in Cheers. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, which obviously went, and he got to-
0: down to the last one or two, didn't he? According to his dad,
1: that's one of the things. Because even they go, I don't know how true that is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we- we've raised a pathological liar.
1: Yeah, because everyone just edges the story to make it look like you're a little bit closer. Like, oh, you know, only picking nine, I came tenth. The guy turned up, and his name was Woody for the character. I mean, that. that-, that-
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: tick. That's, that's bad. Is- look right there.
0: But what I was wondering is if Timothy Treadwell would have got the part of Woody in Cheers, would Grizzly Man have happened to Woody Harrelson? And we would have been watching Woody Harrelson trying to save the bears in Alaska.
1: Right. Looking at Timothy Treadmill to... Is it Treadmill or Treadwell? Treadwell. Treadwell. Timothy Treadwell up against Woody Harrelson as actors is like looking at me next to Gareth Bale as an athlete.
0: <laughs> and I'm looking at you now I can see uh, Exactly. There no there are no similarities at there all. There is a
1: reason why there is not a video feed going with our podcast.
0: There's an absolutely great quote right like right, so this happens like 2 2 and a bit minutes into the documentary and Treadwell says I can smell death all over my fingers. I mean <laughs> What a great can you, Timothy? Because I think Mister Killer Bear can uh, can spell that as well, mate. Wait, well, there's other stuff coming up
1: when when you meet. This is the... okay. So up to like kind of what we describe hits on the 34 minute mark of it, and that's where we meet Jewel Provac.
0: Oh, is that the girl? His ex girlfriend.
1: The ex girlfriend. They worked in some yeah. weird medieval restaurant. Yes, that's like,
0: right. Where they acted it, they had to act everything out.
1: Yeah, and it's a bit like where they go to dinner and the cable guy, and they're doing the jousting and all that kind of stuff.
0: Right. Yeah, and that, what they actually met in the manager's office, and effectively they were both being reprimanded for stuff they'd done wrong. Ah, and he said to her, "Like, why are you here?" And she's like, "Oh, I set the, I set some guests on fire." And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, why are you here? And he's like, oh, you know me, crazy Tim. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I, I refuse. You ever been on a stag do when there's a couple of workmates there trying to tell an interesting story about someone you actually know? It's like, yeah, there's that time he, he dropped the biscuits in the office and everyone, <laughs> everyone saw him do that. He's the troublemaker.
0: Crazy, yeah. crazy
1: Gareth. There's Tim. He likes craft ales, don't you, Tim? I do, yeah.
0: I just remembered the. Um...
1: But this is the part when you see Jewel is when they hand over the Casio watch. Oh. And as a comedian, having to wear Casio watches for so long, there was a part of it just thought, if I die so badly on stage one night and someone has to give my watch to our last <laughs> <the> plastic bag.
0: <laughs> but it's, it's that he pulls it out ceremoniously, doesn't he, from his desk drawer. And then he walks over to her and he's. And he says, in all seriousness, uh, I, I think you deserve this. Um, it's still running. Wow. And he goes, yeah, we took this off. Uh, the bear didn't eat the arm. So we took this off. The... <laughs> we took this off the dead arm of your ex-boyfriend. Um...
1: <laughs> and this woman, I think, I, I would have been fine if she was the one with him that got eaten by the bear. Oh, really? Oh, she was just... Oh, she was lovely. No, she was an actress, a failed actress. And you could tell everything she was doing was trying to amp up for the d- This is why the voiceover guy has to be in the scene with her. Because you can tell she's harmonying up that much. She- he's trying to make it an emotional, authentic piece. And she's grabbing his watch like she's just been given an infinity stone and now has the power of <laughs> Timothy in him. Oh, and she knew this was her chance and she's got earrings that are bears. Did you notice the bear earrings? No. Yeah. Oh, good spot. Those, those big floppy earrings that are bears and she's now running the foundation. Now he's famous after he got eaten.
0: I mean, that probably helped, right? From a, uh, yeah, from an advertising point of view, that would have boosted people to your site. Yeah, yeah, this guy really loved the oh, bears. He became lunch.
1: Oh, I could have been wrong. And the creepy voiceover guy did something to her for her to be that upset you in the scene. Like, listen, someone that knows this guy has to speak about him with reverence without <laughs> smirking, calling him a retard, <laughs> or saying he deserved to be eaten by a bear. <laughs> when the.
0: <laughs> so the, the plain guy, right? And this is. The, I, I wrote this down because it's, it was just. It was a great quote. The bear that wound up killing him was just a dirty, rotten bear that he didn't like anyway. He wanted to be friends with it, but it never happened. (laughs) How do you know you weren't there living with him? How do you know he wanted to be friends?
1: Well, when you watch the footage, again, it'll show you like a bear washing itself in a lake or or a reservoir. whatever, Whatever the patch of water is, there'll be the bear cleaning itself. And then Timothy will have the camera on him and he'll sneak into the water and wash next to it, like eight feet away. Yes. Like he's creeping into the prison showers just to show that they're close and he's with the bears. But it's just for yeah. the shot. And you just think, how didn't he die sooner?
0: This is Suicide by bear. <laughs> every time you better. say
1: that, since I've watched uh, this this summer, I've watched almost every episode of Criminal Minds and the phrase suicide by cop, I've just got this idea of him. <laughs> he just runs at the bears with a stick to... <laughs> To get them to well, eat
0: them. Could, ha, but how many times did he say i've got no problem being eaten by a bear it was like a self it was a self fulfilling prof- prophecy i i guess that's why he was saying to his girlfriend get away because i've not prophesied you getting he should have
1: been yelling take the lens cap off <laughs> it's finally happened
0: can, can we get that again please mr yeah. mr sergeant bear i didn't quite get it right
1: got- places everybody I've got a conspiracy theory uh, on what happened. I think the foxes were in on it. <laughs> uh, I think they set him up like good fellas with Mr. Uh, Chocolate. Brilliant. <laughs> He's coming now. Just like a mob hit here. Take his glasses, watch him cry until Big Sarge gets here.
0: I found the... Because um... I mean, he clearly has got mental health issues, right? And uh, yeah. I, I found that uh, you know the film Castaway with um, Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. You know how he ends up talking to Wilson the football. Mm-hmm. That's effectively what the video camera was to Timothy Treadwell. He, yeah. he he started talking to it as if it was another person, and he just I think he got lost because he was isolated for months on end.
1: Yeah, yeah. You see like, the craziness so, of it.
0: Yeah, and he got crazier and and it, as he said, you know, they were coming into because he'd go there in spring, wouldn't he? He'd stay there through spring and summer and come back in early autumn, um, which if he would have followed that, he wouldn't be. He'd be alive now, because he yeah he got because he stayed later than he normally would when the bears get, as it turns out, incredibly hungry.
1: But there was like, there's the lady? So, yeah, he, he just
0: he broke down.
1: Yeah, and there's when he's like yelling for there to be rain, and he's getting into character and he's like yelling for God to make it rain. Yeah, and you just but, want... you know,
0: I I bet you, he rec- he he recorded that because he he was a methodical. Right? He he d- he done like fifteen takes at times trying to get it get it right. I bet you he did that whole praying for rain bit after the rain.
1: It made me he just think... seemed
0: that kind of
1: yeah. It made me think of the Simpsons when Mr. Burns makes a movie and it's like eighty two takes. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> But again, I, there's just so many people I question their authenticity. Like uh, the lady who he stays with before he goes off into each trip. He'll store his stuff at her house. Um, and Very
0: keen to point out that she wasn't his lover.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I, I bet she, he had... She made that incredibly clear. He had zero interest in it, did he? But she was lowly, she liked the company, but it was something she said, because I'll never forget... The last time he went out, he walked to the end of the gate, he turned around, he said, I love you, and if I get eaten, know that I died happy. <laughs> and you're like, I don't think he did. <laughs> I think you had an argument about him not paying bored for staying at yours. He stormed off without yeah. his bear repellent. <laughs> And now you've read Connie in the story.
0: She was his big yellow storage company, wasn't she? She's like, where's my goddamn money, fool? No, it's when the director sits down with the ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. like, Basically, she, she, yeah, she's got, a rec- she's got the recording. And he sits there and he listens to it. And you don't see him, but you see her reacting to watching him listen to the recording. Yeah. And then he says to her, get rid of this get rid of this straight away because he's just he's visibly moved by it
1: he's he's you know it really upsets him i think he has to be because everyone is so fake within the documentary he couldn't put it on that douche's ears because she would have been like on her floor in her knees going no timothy fight back and he'd be like oh cut sit back in the chair come on Joel. <laughs> would you because got remember,
0: are you saying he's sitting there? Because I, because I think he's cried. I think he's really upset. The director and he's like shaking visibly. Whereas you think he's crying. You think he's crying with laughter.
1: I uh, no, I don't think he's crying with laughter. I think he 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 has everything here except for the final piece of the puzzle for this documentary. Of one of his renowned documentary skills to make the best one. But the lens cap was left on and everyone you meet doesn't like this guy enough to talk for more than two minutes and struggles not to laugh when they say he got eaten. So they need someone to be like, Yes, I think this is an evil tape. I'm going to give it to you, but I'd recommend you destroy it, possibly in a volcano, so no one can ever hear its horrific <laughs> noise. It's like, put it on. I wanna hear the fly- I wanna hear the frying pan dunk off the bear's head. <laughs>
0: You could probably hear it, right? I bet if you search the internet, she's got to have uploaded a copy. If, she, oh, if she's, a uh, doubt.
1: Do you know Jewel, that woman there? Don't she, search for that, man. You've got issues.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: the, 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 that woman there is uh, executive producer on the documentary.
0: Oh, re- oh, okay. So she's got skin in the game.
1: In exactly. Terms of... Now that it's a company, because she's right. a waitress. She didn't get the acting gig she wanted in the end. She's probably no, still she there. she didn't. Dressed as a wench, pretend. Do
0: you think she married to the coroner?
1: <laughs> Do you know what? I think the budget. When went-
0: they done that scene together.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. That is.
0: That was superb. Here's his watch. Takes a licking and it's still ticking. All right, where are we? What, what's the other? Um, I, I tell. There was a bit in it where. Um, that I absolutely loved. And it was basically, he got this great footage of two bears fighting. Oh yeah. One of the bears, I think were they it was called Mickey bear. Was it, was that the name he gave for the bear? Um, And basically he then starts after the fight, because one of the bears really lost that fight quite badly by the looks of it. After the fight, the bear that lost is in the distance and he's sort of licking his wounds. And then he does what I am King of which is he starts giving the bear some unsolicited advice, right? <laughs> you know what you should have done, Mr. Bear? I mean, were you fighting over a woman? I'd never fight over a woman. No, clearly he wouldn't fight over a woman. Um, and he starts giving all this advice to Mickey Bear. And, you know, have you thought about this? And, is she really worth it, Mickey Bear?
1: I, again, I just wanted that bear <laughs> just to turn around, slowly walk towards him. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, Cause, you saw those bears fighting. It. It's so ferocious. You feel bad for whichever one's losing. When it's the bears, when it's yes. the bear, and then but you watched that fight. It was almost UFC-esque. Like there's one, there's a takedown. Yeah. He's moving from side control into full mount. One of them takes his shit. And how cocky it.
0: was the bear? Yeah, how cocky was the bear? Right, halfway through fighting the bear, he stops, doesn't let go of the other bear. Has this huge dump. And then carries on fighting the bear. Yeah. That's and incredible. And then he goes
1: and touches it, I think. Is that, is that the time he goes? And yeah, he goes, and
0: touches the, he goes and touches the poo. And he goes, that was insider. That's oh, oh, is that another? T-
1: yeah, that's right. That's love. that was insider. I mean, no, mate, it's poo. And he knows this is going to be an outtake. He's not giving this one to the school kids. Do you know what I mean? He's just like, oh, no, no. People may think this is weird, but um, I do it all the time. Yeah,
0: we, no, it is weird. It, it is absolutely, absolutely weird. Um and then <laughs> his his friend, right? Okay, I wrote down a couple of. The, it's got some classic quotes that I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and bring into my uh my everyday living. Um, and this is from his best friend. Uh, there's an old saying on the farm: if it doesn't scare the cows, who cares? Well. <laughs> he was like, you know, Timothy wasn't doing anything wrong.
1: Well, he was a little bit. But listen, that is a phrase. Because he even said, didn't he? That is a phrase where, like, listen, do you not think everyone who's had to be around him have came up to me and said, why have you got this idiot around? And we've got this saying from my granddad that says, well, if he does the job, I don't mind if he's chucking bear shit on himself. <laughs>
0: Oh man it was basically they um they get a couple of his ex-girlfriends that now they get his landlady of his equipment don't they and his ex-girlfriend there to
1: mm-hmm.
0: so basically they have part of his ashes
1: Yeah they, they... How, how
0: do you get part of someone's ashes? Yeah, <laughs> give me 10%. You just 10% is fine. That's and then they sprinkle. It. Then she mixes in some other stuff with it, doesn't she? she shows some li- some local weeds and uh, is the, it a dead bee she again, puts in there?
1: It's the way they do it. It is so drama school. It is unbelievable. Like she, the way but she straightens so her, so when- she straightens her arm out and goes, and now you can be here forever with the bears. <laughs> and she's practically got like the back of her hand on her head. Reaching up to the sky, he died nine years ago. You never went out to see the bears with him. You were like a glass collector in a bar, he worked in.
0: Well, and when she throws the ashes in the air, it's a bit like you know, when um, John Goodman in the Big Lebowski, when he throws Donnie's ashes and it all blows back and it hits, yeah, it hits the big Lebowski. And basically, that happens because the cameraman has to step back, and she throws more, and even that goes over the cameraman. <laughs> it, oh, that poor! I, I, I felt sorry for him, though. I I genuinely like Timothy Treadwell.
1: I I meeting the he, seeing he the parents, all right. seeing the parents was a very big indicator for me of how he was the way he was. Because I do I think either born in the wrong body. Maybe someone who should have transitioned or someone who just would have openly admitted that he was gay, bisexual, whatever. But there was something locking that down. And when you talk to the parents, they say, here's a teddy bear we gave him when he was three. He wasn't an A student. And the dad says, well, I don't know if you believe any story you tell him. He'll tell you.
0: Yeah, the fact that when your dad says you're a pathological liar. Yeah. Yeah, But again, with all of the everything we know about this guy, right? I still quite liked him.
1: I know, I, I know. just yeah, you like your fruit leaves. it loops would have been interesting
0: though. for a. I do, yeah, I do like the uh, I do like a nutter. That's um, uh, but it, it, here's how it made its way into my brain, right? Because I was thinking about it all weekend, and when I was, I, I went out cycling yesterday, and when we were in the countryside bit, as we approached the sort of village or anything. In my head, I was like, oh, we're coming up to the people's place
1: now. (laughs) I'm
0: becoming Treadwellian. That's what I'm doing.
1: Treadwellian. It's a a new religion. (laughs) I'll tell you what, get that trademark. Jewel Provac will be on your back in an instant wanting some kind of royalties to just squeeze more cash out of her decapitated ex-boyfriend. But did, I went the to end. the
0: website. I nearly read. I I nearly started donating.
1: Oh, that's funny. I was hoping to get a rant about charities with you. Go look at this one. Not paying tax on any of that grizzly man money because they're sure to a school for free. But um. Towards the end he starts to really freak out. So he then kinda goes full Rambo on the parks department, on porches, he said. Oh says. god, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it all seems again fictitious when he's talking about the threats he got because he says they carved See you next summer, Timothy in a, <laughs> in a I'll tell you what, a death threat a hundred times out of a hundred, they would never carve the full word Timothy. Tim would have got the message across. That is how you know he did and, it. And he's
0: but well, and didn't he say it was about and who would stack bricks like this? Because someone had piled up some rocks, yeah. right? And he went, only someone who's out to kill me would stack rocks like this. <laughs> uh no, you're you have been on your own so long, you're you're going into paranoia mode, is what you're doing. I
1: and trying to get interesting. You footage. poor man. I, I, because out of the hundreds of hours you probably like there might not be that many hours of around bears out of cuz it could just be him doing his hair to the camera saying he's protecting the wildlife <laughs> <laughs> and then the seven times he's cuz it is all very planned like there's a really sad one cuz when um, the bears don't have enough food they then eat their cubs some of them um, kill their cubs yeah. so that the females stop lactating and they were ready to mate again. That's really sad seeing the baby bear paw just slaughtered. That
0: was incre- That was incredibly sad. And wh- where he's crying over the um the baby bear cubs paw that had been swiped yeah. off. Now, I I think what we can learn from that is the fact that they cut, they they cut off the um, the bears cut off the the baby bear's arm. Obviously, bears don't eat arms. I think that's what we're learning from this documentary. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah, it's just gets in your teeth. I guess that's what it does. Oh, eat the fingers. Dirty bear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you sicko. It's probably because I've seen him touching the bear shit all this time. (laughs) I'm not eating that. No <laughs> yeah,
0: that's. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but then, so that's Very a sad
1: good. one, and then that doubles up with uh, there's the skull of the baby bear. Yeah, the baby bear's but skull. Look yeah. where that's. Which placed. had
0: meat on it the day before. Yeah, yeah. That is placed How like convenient. on
1: a river, so he can go. He, he's obviously arranged the rocks to put that on top of the rocks, yeah. looking like something from the Lion King, and then he can get himself into the shot. So again, yeah. it's not like, oh, it's sad I found this. It's I found it, I cleaned it, I took it to a river, and then I thought of a script of what to say about it. And that all adds to why I hugely dislike Timothy Treadwell. <laughs> well,
0: because ultimately it's in his interest that he makes the bears look like they're being uh, hunted, etc. Yes, mm,
1: because yeah. Cause he's the protector in his mind.
0: Yes, and exactly, right? So he's like, no, I'm the hero here, and they eat their own cubs. I mean, these bears are not nice people i mean that's what he didn't learn he just thought they were okay mm. here's what i think happened have you ever read northern lights by philip pullman no right so it was uh, it was turned into his dark materials on the bbc and effectively in the first book she befriends a polar bear and they become friends I and watched then that. she helps the polar bear right so she helps the polar bear reclaim his throne mm-hmm. i think he watched or he read that book and went I want a polar bear friend. Oh, okay, I'll go and make a grizzly bear friend.
1: Cuz too cold. it's all it's
0: all all Philip Pullman's fault. That's what I'm saying. That's that's my take on it.
1: I reckon he read for a TV movie on dark materials. He came second to the actual bear. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> he came second to the bear's poo. It was uh cuz for me I've got a problem with polar bears for the simple reason polar bears are the ones who showed me how cruel the world is right and that everyone's a liar right so when I was I was about 12 years old and I was watching a thing about polar bears with David Attenborough and then afterwards he started talking and he said yeah because what we have to do when we film the polar bears we have to fake the them walking the noise of them walking we fake all of that I was like, "Well, what else do you fake, Dave? What's what's the yeah?" So, just if Attenborough going to lie to you, who else is lying to us? And that genuinely, as a child, I remember that as a as a point in my in my development of, "Oh, okay, the world's full of liars," well, and it all well, comes from that's why sh- I don't like David Attenborough what a sh- or polar bears.
1: Sticking point that is
0: because <laughs> <laughs> if this would have been a documentary about polar bears, I wouldn't have watched it. So luckily, <laughs> it was about grizzly bears. And I was, yeah, I was, um, I was captivated throughout the whole thing, and my missus kept walking in, and <laughs> every time she walked in, she'd stand and she'd watch it for a couple of minutes, and then she'd go, "That bloke's a nutter," and then she'd <laughs> walk off.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I watched it a far less. And She's like, uh, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just so glad." I would have been sad if I had to watch the footage, and then she'd look at me and go, "I know you're disappointed." I go, "That's all I've written. He ruined his own documentary." The one time the thing happened that everyone wanted to happen, the lens cap was on, and now we're stuck with the actual director of a documentary trying to force-feed emotion out of an actress ex-girlfriend <laughs> who's been made the executive producer.
0: But the sick puppy in me was waiting to see the footage. I genuinely thought that they'd, they'd at least... I, I think if it, if it was a, a less uh, accomplished director with less integrity and artistic merit... I think they would have done a reenactment. Do you reckon? So th- they, yeah, oh, they would have hired in some actors. They would have got some CGI. Andy Serkis would have played the bear. I mean, that's obvious, right? <laughs> and then um, they would have got Woody Harrelson to play Timothy. Oh, that's right? beautiful. <laughs> Which, I mean, if it was gonna, if it was gonna be turned into a movie, that's that's exactly who would have, who would have played it. That would have been brilliant.
1: I mean, would you recommend
0: this podcast to your mum? Oh, sorry, this documentary to your mum. Uh, yeah. So, and do you do you think she'd like it?
1: I think she would check it out. I got my dad to watch Tiger King recently.
0: All right, what did he think of
1: that? Uh, some weird sticking points. Me, my dad's always very oppositional and everything. So, have you seen Tiger no, King? No, really.
0: <laughs> Is he? <laughs> Is that where it comes from, Rick? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> w-
1: we'll have one nugget of information from another field, and then everything we base our opinion around will be from that. From right, the... okay. So since he's interested in aviation, he's just like, well, no, the the, the husband's plane could have just went down on the rocks. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Carolyn Baskin didn't kill her <laughs> husband.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it, so, well, so i So that that, that
1: reference would be lost. Have you seen Making a Murderer? No, that's going to be. I lovely. don't like
0: anything. I I can't believe you got me to watch this documentary because I'm, I'm I'm all about marshmallows and fluffy stuff, right? I, I don't know, like I real world stuff. This, this that's why podcast, you picked this one. Yeah,
1: this podcast is going to be half. Oh, look at how this man triumphed and got really good at a sport, <laughs> <laughs> and the other half is coerced <laughs> confessions of people with below average IQs being sent to jail <laughs> <the> for life. <laughs> Because the new DA is running for mayor, and he needs a quick result. Yeah. Let's let's wrap let's wrap this up on uh, Grizzly Man. Then, so if you give, we'll, what we're going to do at the end of each one, each give it a mark out of five. Then out of ten, we'll keep a leaderboard to figure out what was the best documentary between our two.
0: Sure. Okay.
1: Two tier. So you hit me. What would you give Grizzly Man out of five? There.
0: So is five good and one's bad. Yes. Okay, uh, I'm you've done Edinburgh a lot, and I'm,
1: almost, <laughs> and I'm worried as a comedian that no one told you that I'm, to I know, spare just your checking. feelings. I'm,
0: I'm just checking, right? So, uh, okay, you told I'm going them the star five system. stars. <laughs> I'm going five stars for Grizzly Man. I five absolutely stars, that- absolutely. I loved it. I loved him. I loved the director. Um, I loved. Uh, I loved the weird coroner guy. The girlfriend. The, the, the bloke who flew the plane uh, with the gorgeous moustache, which is actually, I don't know if you noticed, uh, the moustache was covering up. He had a hair lip oh right that? yeah yeah so uh, that was cleverly done um, just overall <laughs> I, I, I
1: said that like a CGI I... <laughs> <laughs> same way people talk about Jurassic Park <laughs> no no you see the CGI on the toilet scene it was actually a crane that comes and picks them <laughs> genius the way they trick people into thinking it's not a mingin <laughs> um,
0: so yeah for me five stars and I would watch it again absolute hands down Um but I, th- I think what you've done is tainted it a little bit for me. I, th- I think you're trying to turn me against Timothy. Uh, you just yeah, wouldn't have so
1: had I'd... to be around him. He would have done that himself.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I would have got bored, of, like I did with all my druggie and boozy friends. I got bored with them once I got sober. I'm like, yeah. oh, you guys are idiots.
1: And, uh, unless that's... you got addicted to hanging out with bears. Uh,
0: yeah, well, that's... I may be... Yeah, that was his higher power as well, right? So, um... Bears were his higher power. That's all he needed to get sober. Fair play to him. So, yeah, I'm all in. I loved it. Absolutely. I'd watch it five again. Five
1: from Captain Positivity, Matt Will. Mr. Right Positive.
0: There. Yeah, Mr. T- Timothy's biggest fan. Yeah, I mean, oh, five right. stars. And what about you, my handsome friend? What I, would you... Uh... I,
1: I am giving it a four. It would have been a five if they had the footage of the death. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that. It would have been a five, but...
0: So you I, enjoyed it. I it just completely uh, believe-
1: left the lens cap on, man. Like people be talking about this as if it was the greatest thing ever. If you just saw some, yeah, poor woman swinging a frying pan at a bear, <laughs> just, this is what happens.
0: But you probably wouldn't have. Uh, it probably wouldn't have got made into a documentary if that footage existed. Yeah, it just because. Oh, do you reckon? Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, That's what they are so hoping sure. for. Why do you think he went through a hundred hours of it? Just go, go on. And apparently there was a bit at the end when they say this was released to us late from someone. So there is some footage of something somewhere because they see Amy in it and goes, this got sent to us very late in the day.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would have been. Couldn't Google Earth pick it up? Couldn't have? They've got satellites everywhere, couldn't they? Uh, and what else are them satellites looking at? There can't be much happening in Alaska. Surely they can zoom in on that, just to keep you happy, Rick. <laughs> the, uh...
1: like I say it was just—it was very close. It was very close to being good. There's a few things that we'll check out that I think I'd put it above, so I can't give it a five. So that's a solid nine out of ten for Grizzly Man.
0: Right. Okay. So um, so that was Grizzly Man by Werner Hodzog. Uh, we have a, a ton of great documentaries and some duffers coming up. There are a, there's a there's a few really terrible ones out there that we have to endure. Um, so yeah, come back and listen to us again every single week discussing documentaries with Rick and Matt.
1: Brilliant.